Hey there, it's Coasty. Welcome to the podcast and welcome to Listener. It's time to find out where to catch a fish and all the best spots with Dags. He's our man with a boat. One hundred two point nine Triple M's mate with a boat. Joining us on the phone once again to talk all things fosh and brew is Dags. Uh, what do you got for us this week, mate? <laughs> How you going, everybody? How we going? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. No, it's a, it's um, a, you know, it's a, it's it's an exciting, it's exciting time of the year at this year. The uh, uh, the Fitzroy's dropping the uh, the um, the winds are starting to drop back a bit, and the AFL starts. So. Uh, Oh, I think everyone will be juggling around what, what they're going to be doing this weekend, uh, getting their AFL fix or going out and uh, having a bit of a fish here with the yeah. uh, with some pretty good building high tides uh, well, this, this weekend. I said it's an it's a great opportunity to uh, to uh, go to the pub, and uh, the missus will definitely approve because you say, "Honey, should we spend sixty bucks a month on Foxtel?" She'll go, "No," and I go. Well, what if you go to the pub and just watch it there? See, see, yeah, see? yeah. Until they bring in a fifty-five dollar uh, uh, free mask fee or uh, entry fee, I suppose. Oh, but then again, but we, <laughs> we are in Western Australia. Fifty-five dollars is almost the price of a schooner now, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. No, as a matter of fact, and I'm, I would have actually happy at the front of the pub there uh, on Monday night. They're happy paid sixty-five bucks for a a, a mask because I turned up without one and I had to get. Go all the way home to go get a flaming mask. <laughs> okay. Well, look, I, I went out. I went out for a bit of a fish um, on uh, last weekend. Went out. Oh, here we go. Went out past where Perlers uh, are out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, and yep, yep. Um, mate, to being a new fisher person, um, I was living in a world of frustration because when you're new, you have to have the most understandable person with you to help you <laughs> when you lose your whole rig. You know. Um, ah, yes, yes, yes. But what would you say? If I was and the people listening were to go now and watch it on YouTube, the top two or top three uh, knots that you should know. Ah, well, I, I'm I'm in that league where I know the knots, but I don't know what they call them, what their names are. Because so, um, there's a drop loop. Exactly. There's a drop oh, loop right. there. There's what, but that's basically you know the loop that's in the middle of your line. So you look. What I, all I need is something at the top that I can attach to because I use the clips. Uh-huh. And yep. then, then you want something for your sinker, and then I mean, see, so there's two ways to actually put a, a hook on too, because you can use a loop and sort of put it over the the hook, uh-huh. or you can tie directly onto the hook. But, but the most important thing is, easiest way is all we want, you know. Yeah, and quickest way because yeah, it's, it always happens. You lose your rig is when the fish are biting, and of course. You, you know, you can see him actually swimming away and you're still mucking around trying to do a knot. Oh, mate, our boat was over like a school of GTs. It was great. And then mine goes, and uh, probably because of the way I tied it on, and uh, and I'm just sitting there in a world of frustration going, help me, help me, how do I do this? Yeah, well, you should go think about doing derby style. And that's uh, we, we uh, when we go light sports fishing, we put about a 120-pound hand line on it. Uh, <laughs> there's no way in the world anything's going to break then. So... Uh, so you're guaranteed to keep your line on for the next, two, I don't know, 10 years. <laughs> yeah, but then again, that's right. But I think that the way I, my knots and stuff were terrible. So, I was, but now, but now I've spent some time on YouTube and I'm start. I've learned a few, you know. Um, oh, good, good. And I, I suppose the other way to do it too is people said, well, you just if you can, you just take 10 rigs out with you. So you, if you use clips, you can just on and off, you know. Yeah, well, that's right. You can actually pre-buy liters as well. So uh, it's not the cheapest way of doing it, but by crikey, it's. Uh, like we were saying, if it's uh, the fish are biting and you need to chuck a new line, a new new leader on, 
you, you, you're up and going in uh, five seconds flat. So uh, I did get so into the co- yeah, I did get into the conversation of buying the pre-made ones. I told one guy about that, and he said, "Oh, does your husband fish as well?" So okay, obviously, <laughs> obviously, maybe that's not uh, something that you get respectful. Oh, mate, don't worry about that. When you're over there catching freddies, mate, and uh, your husband may be uh, doing knocks <laughs> on your line, but you're, uh, the wife's actually got the line back on the water, so go for it. Yeah. I, I, always, keep it, I always keep on some wine dot leaders uh, in, the, in the tackle box just in case. So um, absolutely, I reckon. Yeah. They're a good bit of kit if you need them. Got a couple of spots for us to have a bit of a try, a bit of a dip at this weekend? Well, it's, it's, it's you're thinking that, uh, it, I mean, judging by the way the wind's going to be going and stuff this weekend and they're building tides, um, I think there may be a bit of a uh, bit of interest heading out a bit wide. I think uh, a bit of that stormy action sort of uh, has sort of gone. So I think uh, people might be uh, a little bit excited about going out and going for some uh, bottom bouncing rather than uh, you know fighting the sharks and stuff uh, in the creeks and stuff where we've been hidden up, I suppose, for the last few months. So uh, no, I expect uh, yeah the the big boats will be going out this weekend and uh, and giving it a red hot crack. You know it's. Uh, the season's starting to change a little bit. You can feel it a little bit. So, uh, you know, some of the pelagics might be starting to come back in and uh, everyone loves, you know, uh, getting into that action. So uh, so yeah. I think uh, that's uh, that's probably the place to be going is out wide if you can. If what, not, uh, okay. what, uh, what size sink are you using for bottom bouncing? Like how many grams? Well, it depends on the tides, of course, because you, you need to hold the ground. So if you can't, if your line, your rig isn't touching the ground and you can't feel it, then you need to put another lead on it because what's uh, what'll happen is the tide will just you know wash your line away. You need to be on near the bottom. Yeah. So you know if it's a light tide and there's not much happening, I put a like a, a snapper sinker we call them. Yep. I put one of them on. But if you're not getting down the bottom, if you're not feeling the bottom, then you put two on. Okay. And uh, to get yourself down there. And you know if you're going up at the big tides like we do up in the Buck and the Archipelago, Bang, there you go, three sinkers down there and you're, you're breaking your wrist just trying to hold them on the ground there. Yeah, and what sort of metres is that, though? Ah, uh, usually about between 30 and 50 metres. Wow, okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I've never been out that deep, I don't think. It's always 15s and 20s. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, we'll be, um, in the archipelago, we, if it's not 30 metres, you don't, you don't drop a line. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. Hey, I tell you what, I'm learning slowly, but enjoying it. Um, and uh, it's amazing what you can learn out of frustration, eh? <laughs> That's right there. Yeah, and like you said, uh, sitting in the pub there and, uh, and and listening to a few stories. We're at the Broom Fishing Club, uh, just, uh, you know, rolling some stories. They had a really good uh, fish filleting session there last Sunday, and all the had 40 ladies turn up there uh, learning how to fill up Barramundi, um, SARS Hennessy organised. So uh, that was an absolute cracker there. It was a big turnout, and uh, I think uh, everyone got a lot out of it. So uh, it's all those little things going on there at uh, some of these. So it's worth keeping an eye out and, um, on these sort of uh, little functions, and you can actually pick up a fair bit of uh, a fair bit of knowledge from that as well. Did the Fishing Club put stuff like that on their Facebook so people can find out? They did, yeah. Oh. yeah. And that was all over it, yeah. I wouldn't mind being one of those ladies because I can, I need to learn how to fill it if, what I catch. I don't even know yeah, how to do absolutely. that absolutely. Yeah, know? yeah, no, that no, was all over it. So, yeah, so, uh, yeah, keep an eye out for that sort of stuff because uh, especially when it comes to the Billfish Classic, which, have, which was coming up, they usually have knot tying sessions and stuff like that just to teach people how to uh, how to rig up for, for the billfish and everything, So which is always pretty handy as well. Yeah, great. All right, mate. Well, thanks once again for joining us and, uh, yeah, we'll catch you next week. Okay, then. See you. Once again, thanks for joining us on the podcast and thanks for tuning in and checking us out at Listener. We'll catch you on the next one.